Yeah, so good morning, church. Ah, God is good. Uh, yeah, let's pray. So, Father God, thank you for inviting us to come before you this morning. Father, we are here to listen from you. Uh, we are here to listen to you. And Father, you invited each one of us to come here for a plan and purpose that you have for them because uh, you are working on each of our lives. So thank you, God, for what you are doing. And Father, uh, please talk to us, especially uh, those who are waiting for your voice. Father, please talk to them this morning and help us to be able to listen uh, to you, Lord. Uh, and Father, as we just worshiped, you are the same, the same God that who talked to Adam and Eve, same God who talked to Abraham, same God who talked to the whole Israelites and the same God who came and talked to us in person. And Father, this morning, come and talk to us. Help us to be able to listen to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So, yeah, good morning again. Today, I'm sharing about the role of the listening prayer in spiritual, spiritual formation. And I'm really excited to talk about it. However, before we start to talk about the listening prayer, I would like to give you a brief update on the giraffe rocker that I fixed last time. Some of you may, have, may remember that I used broken giraffe rocker to talk about the restoration project of God. And as I had a plan to fix the broken handle of it, God also has a plan to restore the brokenness of the world and each individual. A few weeks ago, something sad happened. The handle that I fixed broke again. Someone who came to our house was also demonstrating how to ride on it, I guess, and broke the same handle again. But this time, I was able to fix it without any hesitation since I've done it before. And while I was gluing the handle back to the rocker, I thought I should give an update about this to the church family. Because similar thing happens in our lives. Sometimes I find the same brokenness in my heart that I thought was already been dealt with. And to be honest, facing the same old brokenness or weakness is quite frustrating. This frustration often tempts me to give up believing in the truth that God is working on me. You may have experienced something similar to this. But while I was fixing the broken handle again this time, I learned that fixing the handle again was not hard at all. Actually, it was much easier this time since I worked on it before. So I would like to encourage you, if you feel like the broken giraffe rocker, are you facing some struggles that frustrate you because they happen again and again? Or just like someone else broke the handle this time, did someone 
trigger your weakness, and you're left frustrated and feeling despair. Then don't lose hope. As Exodus 15.26 says, Our God is the healer, and we know He's faithful. He will not give up on us, but continue to heal and restore us. His restoration project will not stop until the end. So don't lose hope and don't give up believing in God in those areas. As we humbly bring our weakness and brokenness to God, He will always show us mercy and bring His restoration again and again until the end. This draft story is also related to today's sermon about the listening prayer. In my life so far, there were a few significant turning points that affected my life immensely. And I would like to share one of them today. It happened when I was 23 years old. At that time, I was going through one of the lowest points of my life. I realized I did not love God, and I was really disappointed in myself. On top of that, every day I was still struggling with so much of the same old brokenness and weakness, and I just could not picture any bright future for myself. I was the broken drift rocker that has been broken hundreds of times. I was tired of seeing the brokenness of myself, yet I failed again. I remember one night I was complaining to God, sitting on the floor, holding onto the chair, saying, God, will my life be any different in the future? I can't imagine anything good in my life. I will be the same, and this is it, right? I was asking God a question, but did not really expect Him to answer me. But then I heard a small voice in my heart, which was so warm and comforting. I knew it was not from me because I would not think of myself like that. I believe God told me that night. This is what He told me. Chiyong-a, which is my Korean name, I know you well, more than anyone, more than anyone else, and more than you. You only see your past and present but I see more than that. I see your possibility, your potential, and your whole life. So please don't judge that what you're seeing right now is all you have. I see it all, and I know it. I will tell you little by little. And this small voice of God really changed my life upside down. It definitely changed how I see myself. I indeed was judging myself only with what I knew, but God taught me that it is just a part of it. God is the only one who can make the right judgment of who I am, and I need to trust His judgment, not my own. This new perspective gave me hope even when I see myself falling into the same old weakness and struggles, just like what we sing. When all I see is the battle, you see my victory. When all I see is the mountain, you see a mountain move. When all I see all the ashes, 
You see the beauty when all I see is a cross, God. You see the empty tomb. And today, 12 years later, I'm preaching this in Canada, in English. Ah, this is a miracle. <laughs> I still can't believe it. If someone told me 12 years ago that this will happen one day, uh, I would have not believed it. At that time, I was seeing myself as a useless and hopeless person who just fails every time. But that was not what God saw in me. And with tons of encouragement and convictions through his small voice in my heart, he has been faithfully molding me into a shape that he saw in me. And I know he's still working on it, actually. Uh, he still has a lot to work on. But, but I trust him that he will continue to mold me until the end. And as God talked to me that night and used his words to encourage me and change my perspective, I believe God wants to talk to you, all of you who are worshiping together today. And I also believe that as long as you're a child of God, you can hear God's voice in a way that works best for you. I believe that listening to God is not just for certain holy or spiritual people, but for every Christian. The reason I can say this is because you all have heard his voice. In Romans chapter 10, verse 13 to 17, Paul says, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. We have gathered here to worship God since we have faith. And this faith came from hearing the word of Christ. So all of you who believe in Jesus already heard the word of Christ. When you became a Christian, you may have not read a single line of the Bible before, just like my, my dad. But still, you heard the word of Christ from someone sent by God. And through that, God talked to your heart and convicted you, and you became a believer. You may have heard it through your parents, or some may have heard it through their friends, but no matter where we heard it, we all heard the word, the voice of Jesus, in a way that worked for us. Or if you think you never heard it before, then I can tell you that Jesus is talking to you right now through this message. God loves the world and he sent his one and only son, Jesus, to save the world. Jesus died on the cross on behalf of our sin, but God raised him from the dead and whoever believes in him and accepts him as a Lord and Savior will be saved. You will be saved from sin and death and will have a relationship with the Heavenly Father and eternal life. So if this is your first time hearing it, I pray that you believe in what you just heard and confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you'd like to talk more about this, you can come to me or Ariel or our elders. 
after the service. As I said, we all heard the voice of Jesus when we became Christians. We all heard the voice. However, I believe that hearing from Jesus is not just a one-time event. I believe it's, it is something that God wants to continue in our life, and these are the reasons why I believe so. So first of all, I believe that God still wants to talk to us because I know it is God's desire to come close to his people and communicate with them. When you read the Bible, you will easily find the burning heart of God who wants to come close and talk to his people. Ever since the first human, Adam, sinned, God did not leave humans alone in silence, but continued to come to them, although not many were even willing to listen to him. He came to Adam and Eve to talk to them when they were hiding from him. They did not want to listen to God. But God found them to talk to them. What about Cain, who killed his brother Abel? When Cain sinned, he thought God will leave him. He believed that he's now driven away from God's face. But God came to him and said, not so. God still wanted to talk to him. What about Israelites? They did a terrible job listening to God for thousands of years, but God, sorry. God patiently sent prophets after prophets to talk to them, right? This is what prophet Isaiah said in book of Isaiah chapter 28, verse 23. Give ear and hear my voice. Give attention and hear my speech. Isaiah said this because he was prophesying the word from the Lord and God wanted his people to listen to him. Sometimes we think that we have, oh, I'm, I have so much, you know, sin in my heart. I sin so much, so God will not talk to me. And I don't think that's true. Because what I find in the Bible is that whenever we, the people of God has sinned, God talked to them even louder, louder and louder because God knows that they need God. God knows they need guidance. God knows they need help, right? So don't worry if you, have, if you feel like you're not qualified to listen to God. You can listen to God. So Israel, although God sent numerous prophets to them, they failed to listen to God and obey his voice. And finally, the nation was destroyed and they went into an exile to Babylon. But God did not give up talking to them. In fact, God planned to come and talk to them in person this time. In the New Testament, Jesus indeed came down and talked to his people in person. But Israel again failed to listen to him, and they crucified Jesus. However, even this could not stop God's passion for talking to his people. God raised Jesus up from the dead, and Jesus sent the Spirit of God to everyone who believes in him. So now, whoever believes in Jesus will listen to him 
directly from their own heart because Holy Spirit is dwelling in their heart. He is the most wonderful counselor and comforter who is available 24-7, even in our dreams. So from the beginning, it was God's desire to come close to His people and talk to them. And now as Christians, we have Him in, have him in our hearts. So why wouldn't God talk to us when He came this close to us? The second reason I believe that Christian can hear God's voice is because of what Jesus told us. In the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verse 27, Jesus says, My sheep hears my voice, hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. By definition, the word Christian means a follower of Christ. And to follow him, to follow our shepherd, listening to him is essential. And as I said, I believe that God will talk to us in a way that works best for us. Uh, I have a good example of this in my family. I was involved in a mission organization called Youth with a Mission for over, over 10 years. And one of the core values of Youth with a Mission is listening to God. As I learned about listening to God and practicing it, I naturally talked about it to my family. But when my father heard it, heard of it, uh, he was not happy about this. He did not agree with it. Uh, he told me that he has never heard of such a thing. I, I don't know why he was so strongly against it. He was a Christian for a long time, and he was serving the church as an elder, but somehow he did not think that he can hear God's voice in his heart. However, as a Christian businessman, he named his own company God-Led Trading Company. So literally, that is the name of his business, God-Led. So how does God lead him and his business when he doesn't think he can hear God? And this is how God has been communicating with him. Every time my father had to make a critical decision for the company, God gave him a very vivid dreams, the dream that convicts my father's heart and lead him in the right direction. For him, this happened so naturally. But for me, it was a big surprise. I never had any dreams like that so far. So for me, it is more surprising than hearing the small voice of Jesus in my heart. But through this, I learned that God really values my father's heart to obey him and he is using the best way that works for my father, which is a dream. God is still communicating with him, and my father is definitely listening to God through his dream. As Ariel mentioned uh, during the communion, today is a Pentecost Sunday, and this is what Peter told Jewish people at the Pentecost in the book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 14 to 17. Uh, Peter says, but Peter, standing with the eleven, lifted up his voice and addressed them. But this is what was uttered through the prophet Joel. And in the last days, it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. 
So for me, what Peter said here is another confirmation that listening to God is the privilege that was given to all the children of God who received the Holy Spirit. And I, and I also believe that God will communicate with his children in a way that works best for them. Some may find God talking to them while reading the Bible, and some may feel God convicting their hearts while worshiping. Some may hear God while waiting for him in silence in their prayer. There are many ways that God communicates to us. But the point is, God talks to his children in a way that works best for them. And his children can hear him. Then, is there anything to do on our side to listen to God who really wants to talk to us? Yes, I believe there are things that we need to do. This is what Moses said after giving Israelites the law from God. God came down to Mount Sinai to talk to Israel people. In Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 11 to 14, it says, For this commandment that I command you today is not too hard for you. Neither is it far off. It is not in heaven that you should say, Who will ascend to heaven for us and bring it to us, that we may hear it and do it? Neither is it beyond the sea that you should say, Who will go over the sea for us and bring it to us, that we may hear it and do it? But the word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart so that you can do it. God's voice is not far from us. The Bible is the word of God that is given to us, and prayerfully reading it is one of the best ways to listen to God's small voice. Thanks to smart devices, we can read and listen to the Bible almost anytime and anywhere if we want. In other words, as long as we are willing, there's always a way to listen to God through the Bible. Just like what Moses said, the word is very, very near us. However, we need to pick up the Bible and read it. We need to spend time reading and listening to God's words. Oftentimes, we cannot listen to God because we do not try to listen to Him. As we spend more time reading the Bible and meditating on it, we will be able to hear God from the Scripture and the small voice of the Holy Spirit in our hearts. So to listen to God's voice, we have to listen to Him. We have to spend time and we have to try. We can also wait in silence while praying to listen to God. In Psalms, David shows us many good examples of it. For example, Psalm 62, it says, For God alone my soul waits in silence. For Him comes my salvation. Psalm 143, it says, Let me hear in the morning of your steadfast love, for in you I trust. Make me know the way I should go, for to you I lift up my soul. So David was waiting to listen to God in his prayer. He expected God to confirm his love for David and give him guidance and comfort. We can also do the same. While praying and pouring out our hearts to God, we can also wait in silence to hear God's small voice 
for encouragement and guidance. However, there is a time that we can't really hear God's voice, although we are trying. There could be many reasons for that, but today I would like to share one critical reason that I found. In 2010, I had a problem making a plan for my winter break because I had three great options, but I had a trouble choosing one. One was doing discipleship training school with youth with a mission, and the second one was to go on a mission trip. And the third option was to go visit my parents in Vietnam. I mean, they all sound fantastic, and I just could not make a decision. So I tried to ask God for what, what to choose. I prayed and prayed. I waited and waited, but I could not hear anything. So the time was ticking, and I had to make a decision. So I decided to push God a little bit to get the answer soon. I flipped the coin. <laughs> In Proverbs chapter 16, verse 33, indeed it says, the lot is cast into the lap, but its every decision is from the Lord. So I thought, God will answer me through flipping the coin. So I justified my coin flipping with this scripture and flipped the coin. But when I saw the coin, I was not so sure about this. So I flipped again. Uh, and I flipped again. I flipped it many times because the results were all different. I was even more confused. However, right at that moment, Holy Spirit convicted my heart. I suddenly realized that I did not care about obeying God. I had no intention to obey God, but tried to use Him for whatever I wanted. I flipped the coin several times because I wanted to have the result that I wanted. I did not care about what God is telling me, although I was trying to listen to him. I just wanted an answer that I'd like to hear. This is what the prophet Samuel said when King Saul did the same thing. He ignored the word of God and tried to cover up his disobedience, saying, I tried. Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to listen than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of divination, and presumption is as iniquity as an idolatry. So that night, I fell on my knee and repented. My attitude towards God and His voice was totally wrong, and that's why I couldn't hear Him. I learned a very important lesson. My willingness to obey God is more important than whatever decision that I would make. For God, doing discipleship training school or going on a mission trip is not as important as my obedient heart towards Him. Without obedience to Him, those things will not have any meaning. So I learned that when I listen to God, I listen to Him, 
not just to seek some advice that I can pick and choose, but I listen to obey because He is my King. And when I made my attitude right, I was able to listen to God. And I ended up going on a mission trip, and it was amazing. So now, finally, let's talk about the subject of today, the role of listening prayer in spiritual formation. <laughs> so all this was introduction. <laughs> I believe listening prayer does a critical role in spiritual formation because what we hear is directly connected to what we believe. As Paul said in Romans 10, 17, our faith comes from hearing. And I believe this applies to a wrong faith as well. Just like Adam and Eve started to have a wrong faith about God and themselves after listening to the lies of Satan. When I was having rough teenage years, I hardly heard anything good about myself. I often hear something like, you're hopeless. I don't know if you will ever change or you're the worst from the people around me. And I believed those things for a long time. That was one of the reasons why I was so down when I was facing difficulties. I felt like I'm the worst and hopeless person. I couldn't believe that I will change. These lies were affecting my thoughts and my actions and hiding my true shape in God. But when I started to listen to God, His truth, His encouragement, His convictions, slowly but surely changed my belief. Whenever I wait for His voice in silence, I can hear Him saying that, I love you. I'm with you. I will forgive you. I will help you. Let's do it again. I know they're from God because it gives me peace and hope that no one could give. Now I know that I have hope and God is with me. And I believe that I can change. Indeed, this is a spiritual formation. And it came from listening to God. Also, we will be more like Him as we listen to and spend time with Him. These days, my first daughter, Hannah, loves to watch Peppa Pig. And she watches it whenever I take a shower. Somehow, it became an unspoken uh, rule of my house. But I was wondering how much she could understand because, you know, we have been focusing on teaching her other languages, Korean and Cantonese, but not yet English. However, one day I heard her speak something in English with a British accent. <laughs> and I looked at Cheryl saying, where did she learn that? And both of us answered at the same time, Peppa Pig. <laughs> yes, as she was listening to Peppa Pig and spending more time with Peppa Pig, she was becoming like Peppa Pig. <laughs> and for us, the same. If we spend more time with God in listening, communicating with Him, we will also be more like Him. 
In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 to 18, Paul says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So God wants us to pray all the time. And this is His will for us. In other words, He wants to listen from us all the time. There's no break for Him. As a father, I know it's very hard to listen to my daughter all the time. Sometimes I feel like, give me some break. Uh, where's my tranquility? But our God is a good God, so much better than us, right? He said, no, you can talk to me anytime, anytime. But this also means that He can talk to us anytime as well. He wants to communicate with us anytime, 24-7, even in your dreams. He wants to talk to us. So when you spend more time to listen to God in your Bible reading or your prayer walk, or seeing the nature, or talking to your friends about God, you will be able to listen to God as long as you're willing to listen to Him because that is His will. And listening to Him will give you hope and encouragement that you need, and you will be more like Him. Before I wrap up the sermon, I would like to encourage you that don't be afraid of making mistakes. Just like being used to someone's voice, in my experience, listening to God and being used to His small voice takes time. But as you're willing to listen to Him, you will be familiar with His voice and the peace and comfort that, that it brings. So don't worry. If you feel like you can hear him now or you are afraid of it, you know, just open your heart and say, talk to me, God. Then you will start to hear God's still voice in your heart, sometimes through reading the Bible, sometimes when you're walking on the street, or sometimes when you're talking to your friends, you will be able to listen to him. I believe there is no qualification to listen to Him other than our faith in Him. As you listen to Him more and more and invite Him into your life more and more, you will be more like Him, as God did to my life. He will also mold you into a shape that He sees in you. And if you want to practice it, we have a great chance, opportunity, uh, the coming Saturday. There will be a half-day uh, prayer and we will practice listening to God, and we will also share with each other what God told us. And this will be a great chance if you want to know more about this. So please come and join us. Uh, I'm so excited about that. And also, before we finish, we can also practice listening to God. So I want to invite uh, Nathan and worship team, and while they're coming up, why don't we stay in silence and listen to God, if there's anything that God wants to talk to us today.
Thank you. Uh, worship team. Uh, why don't we pray? I would like to pray. So dear God, thank you that you talked to us a lot this morning. You told us that you are the same, the same God who did all the miracles in the Old Testament. He's still the same God that's working within our hearts. And Father, you are telling us that you love us. And you're telling us that we can hear your voice. And you are telling us that you want to talk to us. So Father, as we uh, live this sanctuary today, let us not stop talking to you. Let us not stop coming before you. And just sit silently, try to listen to, voice, your, to your voice, Lord. Father, help us to, uh, to be reminded that you want to talk to us in any time, in any situation. And Father, give us the ear that can hear your voice, your encouragement, and your truth, Lord. Uh, thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So go in peace. And don't forget that we have a prayer team who is going to pray with you. Uh, Rob and Catherine will be there. So if you need any prayer, please go to them. Thank you.